0: Good morning. So today, as I think most of you are probably aware, this is our last full day of retreat together. And it's possible that some of you might be noticing a range of different reactions to the fact that this retreat is almost over. And it's very common at this point in the retreat to be thinking about going home. Anybody notice that? Yes. And so perhaps some of you are anticipating that I'm going to tell you to make more effort all the way up to the final session tomorrow. But I've been framing this whole retreat in terms of balanced effort, what I've been calling relaxed diligence. And this is another way of framing right or wise effort. And what makes that effort right or wise is that it's in tune with the circumstances. So the amount and type of effort that we're making now is different from what was required on day one. And in the classical teachings on the Noble Eightfold Path, the Buddha defined right effort in terms of four aspects. So the first effort is to prevent unskillful states, i.e. the hindrances, from arising in the first place. And two, because they still will, if they do arise, to help those unskillful states to release. The third effort is to set up the conditions for skillful states to come up instead. Skillful states such as the seven factors of awakening and the heart qualities of the Brahma Mahara. Kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. And then the fourth effort is to dwell in these qualities, to allow them to ripen and grow to their full extent. So this morning, I encourage us all to make the most of these beautiful qualities that you have been developing over the last week. And I want to emphasize this because sometimes people are almost afraid to fully let in these skillful states out of a misplaced fear that they'll get attached to them. Now, of course, there is a balance there and it is possible to slide from simply acknowledging and appreciating into clinging, and holding on. But generally speaking, most people can benefit from spending more time just settling in, abiding in, dwelling in, fully opening to the benefits that have come from the relaxed, diligent effort that you've all been making. So in some ways what we're trying to do now is imprint these skillful states on our psyches to let our whole being take in what it feels like when the heart and mind are at ease, are open, are spacious, and are oriented to kindness and compassion. So the benefit of doing this, of soaking in these skillful states, is that then they're more available to us in our ordinary lives. And even when inevitably at times we do lose them, it's easier to find our way back because of that familiarity. Now, in the Buddha's understanding, all all of these beautiful, skillful mental states are actually our true nature. They're how our hearts and minds naturally are when undistorted by visiting afflictive states such as the hindrances, or as the texts say, those adventitious defilements. Adventitious means not inherent, not essential to who we are. So in other words, these afflictive states come and go due to causes and conditions, but they're not native to who we are. I mention that because often at the end of a retreat people start talking about, quote, going back to the real world. And implicit in that statement is the sense that what we've experienced here is somehow unreal, or even unreliable, or untrustworthy. And I understand where that conditioning is coming from, and I've experienced it myself early on in my practice. But I encourage you to question that assumption because looked at another way, the world out there is to a large extent caught up in greed, hatred and delusion, which in the Buddha's understanding are not real, in fact are significant distortions of reality. Whereas the qualities of kindness and compassion, appreciative joy and equanimity, all the seven factors of awakening, they are in alignment with reality, with truth. And they're very valuable resources that we can continue to develop and strengthen, even outside the supportive conditions of this retreat. So please don't dismiss what we're doing here as somehow unreal and tell yourselves that ordinary life is more real. And instead, do what you can to continue orienting to what's skillful for the remaining hours of this retreat, as a gift, not only to you yourself, but to everyone you come into contact with once this retreat ends. So it's a gift, and now we can come back to the gratitude aspect of mudita, which I just briefly touched into last night. And this morning I'd like to continue exploring Mudita just a little more in this next meditation. And I'll begin by reorienting us to the quality of appreciation, beginning by appreciating our outer circumstances in terms of this retreat, and then appreciating the skillful inner qualities that are being strengthened here. So that's what I'd like to do now.